0: Alright, y'all we are back on here we go i am your host ashley and i know last week got a little juicy and then (laughs) i kind of just cut it off but and i guess maybe i got some threatening text one or two uh about finishing the conversation so you're welcome will is back yes And we are going to do part two of happiness versus joy. And I hope from the first episode that you really, one, either could define, better understand joy versus happiness, and really understand at the end of the day that you are 100% in control of your happiness. And if you decide to have joy, that is something that is not based on your circumstances or what you're going through. So... We're just gonna continue the conversation. We're gonna kind of pick up where we left off. And I think the last thing that we were talking about was just advice for people to understand. Like, how do you realize that you control it? How do you fix that? And so really where we're gonna take the conversation today is we all have hardship in life. We all have bad things that happen, things that we can't control, Things that come out of left field and knock the wind out of our sails. You know, I've been there more times than I'd like to count, but it's part of life. So, Will, tell the people what are some ways that you can find your way back to being in a state of joy after experiencing a hardship, after experiencing a loss. Like, what are some ways that you can find your way back to joy?
1: Oh, this is a tough one. Um, Obviously, I'm not a licensed therapist, so take this all with a grain of salt. This is what works for me. That's my little disclosure, disclaimer. Um, One of the things I have is... Uh, you feel your feels, right? Like allow yourself to go through what you're going through. Allow yourself to go through uh, anything type, any type of emotional recovery you need to go through to get through whatever that feeling is. Just don't stay in it. Um, like I said, um, like the best advice thing I said last week, that these, these things will pass. Um, find out something that makes you smile. Find something that brings you joy and hold on to it. Um, lean heavy. Um, you know, the word. I, I I'm I'm always gonna tell people you can find the answer in a book and, and we all know what that book is. Not gonna push which title to look at.
0: Amen. But
1: you'll find it there. And then just make sure that you do the work on yourself and, and if you can't figure it out, go through somebody that has a license for it. Um I believe in taking care of your mental your physical and spiritual Um, and all three things are balanced you are gonna be aligned perfectly and when things start to go a little left for me I try to figure out which one of those things are not balanced the right way and that's what I work on the hardest but um, for me it's just it's just constant work happiness is work anything that you want You're going to work for You want abs. It's made in the kitchen. It's your (laughs) diet. Your happiness is your diet. It's who you're around. It's what you listen to music. It's what you watch on the TV. It's the books that you read. It's the energy that you're around. So if you take care of your diet, your diet will take care of you.
0: Wait. So you mean to tell me that, and I hate to burst your bubble if you're the people out there that think you can... Outwork a bad diet dang it <laughs> dang it you cannot get the abs if you are not eating the food that you need unfortunately that's right unfortunately but one key thing that will just said there that i thought was really impactful was anything that you want you have to work for it there is no shortcut there is no way around it happiness is work joy is a work and it's something that you have to be Very, 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 very intentional about. So, Uh what are some things, Will, that you do? And I might mention one or two. I actually kind of like two weeks in a row, I get to be out of the hot (laughs) seat. So, I'm like loving this. Like, I just get to ask the questions. Ask away. But, what are some of the things? What do you number one, two, three things that you do to consistently bring yourself happiness? Or
1: joy. So for me, I'm a little weird. I'm an '80s baby, so I like little random things. So for me, it's Marvel, it's Disney, it's uh, sports. Those are the three things that I'm heavily emotionally invested in at all times. Um, outside of that, I have two amazing children. Outside of that, like I have a really strong circle of friends and family members. Um, I always make sure self-care is super important. I get my hair cut. I brush my teeth. I use deodorant. I floss. Um, I know these are things that most people should normally do. Hopefully you are. You know, but sometimes that spirit of odor passes by (laughs) me in the hallway. So it's like, (laughs) I just, I I try to make sure I lead by example, knowing that I'm not going to be perfect. But I can't expect the people around me to find happiness and 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 to show them how to live if I'm not trying to live that same thing. Because it's like I notice when you're when you're a parent, kids will listen to what you say, but they'll follow what you do. Boom. So I try to do everything intentionally and on purpose. I make mistakes 92% of the time and I am okay with making mistakes because I've just accepted it's a part of growth as long as you're okay with looking like an idiot which I am a-okay with doing (laughs) you will find your way back to joy
0: that is awesome there are so many nuggets in what he just said but a couple that stand out lead by example leading by example does not mean that you are perfect It just means you're striving to be the best version of yourself. I thought that was awesome. He also talked about self-care. That is so important. That is something that I feel like, speaking for women, is very difficult to be on top of. I feel like we are used to being the nurturers and taking care of everybody that sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. I'm still learning, growing, and changing in that area. But intentionally, this past year, I have been every single month doing something for myself and Uh, one thing that is always always bringing me happiness is going to get my facials y'all like that is just the one thing that it puts me in my like just a state of joy it's a time for me to like zen out from the world for an hour and a half and just relax and be pampered which you can never be pampered enough ladies um and then I think that in general learning that you're going to make mistakes and you're not going to be perfect is super important and I know we live in this day and age these societal things where you have to be this perfect person and you don't make mistakes and but the reality is like you're going to make mistakes and sometimes you're going to look like an idiot and maybe more times than you want but that's just part of living life like Will said that's a part of growing that's a part of changing so I'm going to kind of Turn this conversation a little bit because I think that in relationships and friendships, it's so important with happiness versus joy. And Will and I were just talking about this um, before we recorded this episode about how when you're in friendships and you're in relationships, you you have those people that are I call them like thieves of joy, <laughs> and they're the people that every time they call you, it's something and the world is caving in the mountains are coming down and you can personally decide to allow that person to steal your joy based on the things that are going on in their life or you can decide to like let them be where they are and just separate yourself from the emotion and the outcome of that situation and so will Mm -hmm. tell the people In a relationship or a friendship, how do you find ways to manage your personal joy? Because as we talked about in the last episode, no one else but you is responsible for your personal joy. And it is a personal choice. So how do you manage that in a relationship when... Hello, when you're in a relationship, you want to make the other person happy. You want to bring the other person joy. But there's a difference between making someone happy and making that person responsible for your happiness. So break that down for the people.
1: So for me, it's um, obviously, relationship communication is number one. So if, 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 if I'm listening to you and I care, I'm going to know what makes you happy. It's gonna be effortless, it's gonna be thankless, but it's gonna be. So I'm gonna do all the things by my actions. And I always try to tell people when it's a man and a woman, like men will show you everything in their actions. Like not all men understand love languages, not all people know how to communicate their love languages to their partner, whether that be a friendship or a relationship. But you can tell how somebody cares about you by how they treat you and how they show up for you you don't have to tell me the words i love you all the time i mean i'm not gonna stop you dude <laughs> Let's get. This i was straight. like wait a minute I, no i love a little tlc i'm not gonna <laughs> lie but i understand that not everybody's good at expressing themselves verbally so if it's me washing the dishes and you drying them if it's me taking out the trash and you coming in the morning and wheeling the can back in Um, it's those things that I can tell that there's thought and it's not something that you're forcing yourself to do it should be natural and I think the most important part is when you're in a relationship knowing when to give that person their space Mm. because as a a person that loves people Mm. you're going to always look to give them the band aid you're going to always look to be there and sometimes being there could just be just not being there. You can give, you can fix a situation by just stepping away and letting the person figure it out by themselves because some people do need space to kind of get their thoughts together and figure out what their next steps are. And you being in their space can cloud their judgment and also preventing them from reaching whatever thought they're trying to reach.
0: So. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, I love you from a distance and I love you up close. Whichever way works out best for you. (laughs) Up close or from a distance. Up closer from a distance, but whatever gives you the space (laughs) that you need to grow, that's that's what I I I try to provide in my relationships and not just boyfriend, girlfriend, friends as well.
0: Yeah, that okay. I hope y'all caught all what he said, but I'm just gonna add on like he mentioned not understanding all of the five love languages and all that kind of thing. So if you have not read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, do yourself a favor and read that book because I think there's a misconception in an understanding, and I had to have this conversation with a friend recently, is everybody has their own love languages. But just because a person gives love a certain way does not necessarily mean that that's how they receive love. Mm-hmm. And to give you an example i love giving gifts i'm a a very i consider myself a very thoughtful person that just does things for the heck of it send letters in the mail to my friends or just randomly text them to tell them that i care about them and i have friends who think that that's how i best receive love and so you know they'll get excited to give me gifts now don't get me wrong i'm not saying don't give me gifts but what i'm saying is that does not fill my love tank what fills my love tank is quality time and words of affirmation because those are my top love languages. So you just have to understand that how you give love is not how you receive love. But again, it goes back to what will talked about that communication, having those conversations and there's so many different ways that we could go with happiness or joy, but will let's leave something with the people. So if you're a person out there and you're struggling with joy or happiness if you are going through a hard time, if you just got out of a relationship, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone that's navigating this journey called happiness versus joy?
1: Best advice I'll give you is to pray. I don't know why it works. I don't know how it works. I haven't been to an actual brick and mortar church since 2006 Easter. Um, yeah, don't give me that look, okay? Okay, I'm, a, I'm an online potter's house guy. Okay, T.D. Jakes? Um, but I know prayer fixes a lot. And when you pray, you'll find an answer. It'll pop up in the most random place um, at the most random time. But when, when all else fails, drop on those knees and pray.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. The one thing that I would say is just remember that joy is a choice. It is an internal feeling that you have to decide that no matter what you face, it's not going to be based on your external circumstances, but a personal choice that you're making for yourself to have joy, no matter what. So I hope y'all enjoyed part two of happiness versus joy. Thank you again, Will for being here two weeks in a row. I am feeling so blessed and so excited for just this journey and who knows I don't know maybe I'll have another guest here soon but meet me here again next Saturday 12 o'clock and yeah I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all next week